Hello, friends, and welcome to the 28th episode of the Squad Pod, where we love to talk about all our favorite battle royales and multiplayer video games. I'm Maddock Jr., and hot dropping into this week's podcast. He likes to cyber from the shadows. Kevin A6. How's it going, Kevin? I like to cyber from the shadows. <laughs> you like to cyber from the shadows. <laughs> from the shadows, dude. That's why you don't use the cam. Oh, <laughs> good one. And you're also playing Cyber Shadow. Yeah, I was. You, you see what I did there? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got it. Did, mm-hmm. you, get, did you get it, Washburn? Mm-hmm. I totally got it. <laughs> first <laughs> try. He didn't get it. First try? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn. All right. <laughs> and rounding out this week's podcast, he loves getting wetty from deep on hardwood. <laughs> <laughs> Washburn, <laughs> how's it going? I'm out there draining it, just, just wetty stuff. Whoa, do, do it again. Do it again. Can you do that? Whoa, was that just wetty, dude? Wetty, okay. stroking it. True shot, Jokic. He has the truest shot. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, did you introduce yourself, Madoc? Uh, yeah, I said, yeah, I, I said I'm Maddox Jr. and hot dropping into this week's how, podcast. How come, Kevin. Wait, how come you never have a like a funny name for you? Because I'm me. I can't nickname myself. That would be like creating an entire introduction for a podcast that you're on weekly that is read every week for yourself. We don't know anyone that's ever done that. So how, how about like I'll, I'll introduce you, Andy? <laughs> yeah, that's the joke. <laughs> 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 I can't just like make up that I'm the you know coolest kid cracking skulls smacking moms <laughs> whatever you know I, I'm not that good I can't come up with my own nickname like that so think- I just introduced myself as Maddox Jr. Kevin you we'll, see what I'm saying we'll make one for you don't worry okay 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 I don't know when all right we're going to talk about the games we've been playing because that's all we really got going on these days. Uh, we will start with a little bit of Cyber Shadow. Kevin Asex, how's the experience of Xbox Game Pass and Cyber Shadow been? And are you playing on PC or Xbox? Uh, Xbox. Played on Xbox. Very nice. What a game. Oh, man, dude. I'm telling you right now, you guys. I'm a Cyber Shadow now. You know, you know what I mean? Mm. I don't know mm. what that means, but I'm a cyber shadow now. That game was really fun. Mm-hmm. At the very beginning, it's very basic. You just have the slash move and stuff. Later on, you'll get the upgrades for like a dash or like shoot, throwing out like uh, the stars, shurikens, whatever they're called. And uh, once you get to that level, once you get a lot of these upgrades, it feels like it's a, mo- a lot more faster pace because you're going through the level sometimes real quickly. And and, uh, man, sometimes some of these levels, too, are pretty hard to do with the platform. And you think you got it down at one point, and then you don't. It, it's a fun game. I like it. I'm liking it. I liked it. I beat it. It took me eight hours, I think, to beat it. I don't nice. know if that's long. I died. I'm saying how many times I died. I died, I died 333 de- times, mm-hmm. which was uh, pretty good, I guess. I think Andy told me that he died 437 times or something like that. I did mm. 100 less, but I had to move. So you're you're a better gamer. Got it. I mean, some say I'm I'm the best, you know. 
the games yeah. yeah out of those eight hours like three of those were on the final level last night yeah so the thing was i thought it would have been in the final level for i didn't wasn't on there for too long i think i might have been on there for like an hour or Mm. so that's still crazy though that it's an eight hour game and you spend an hour on the last level it's just the platforming on that last level it's just it's a lot of bs Mm. like it it's what andy told us and he i think he tweeted about it where they put in the last level and they teach a new move and how to get up to the new spot. It's like, why? Do you, well, how come you teach me now at the very end? And where like, this should have been like mid game that they, they should have taught me this move and how to get like higher jumps and stuff. It was so frustrating, but I got it down. I managed to know like a little cheat where you can like reset the room so you don't have to like die and go back mm-hmm. to the beginning again. So that really helped. And mm-hmm. uh, but after that. Everything else wasn't too bad. I had trouble. I had trouble in some parts, but I wasn't. I wasn't too difficult. Nice. The bosses weren't too hard. I died a few times on uh, a good amount of times with them, but yeah, they weren't crazy hard. I don't think it's a. I don't know if it's a crazy hard game. Hmm. It might be. I can't tell. It's crazy that there's been like three cyberpunk ish, cyber ish games that came out with ghost runner cyberpunk 2077 and this game now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, and they're all different i guess cyber ghost runner and cyber shadow probably have more in common just 2d versus 3d yeah i'm there's a lot seems of seems to be the wave right now <laughs> i need to try that out i'm gonna i'm gonna play uh was it blade runner no Cyber Runner? Ghost Runner. Ghost Runner. <laughs> I yeah, that. I need to get back to it. I, I've been I I went back and like beat one of the boss levels and then uh Yeah. Uh I just I just I just been so addicted to other games recently that I just haven't hopped back in yet, but I will. I will. Yeah, that seems has a same yeah, like you said, it has the same vibe as Cyber Shadow except that three D mm-hmm. you are slashing, you are running. I need to try it out. I I guess I'll try it out on PC. It's on Xbox, but I might I might just do keyboard and mouse and give it a shot. It feels like a good game to do uh, keyboard and mouse on. Just may, maybe the aim assist is a little bit better on. Um, I mean, you're slashing people the whole time, but maybe mm. it's I don't know. Maybe there's some like amount of assist that is with a controller. I don't know. I guess you could try on a PC with a controller as well. So either way. I think it would have shot. But yeah, game was fun. I like it. I uh, someone told me was it worth trying. I think it might have been Mike who told me. And I told them because he said it was it was it really is it really that hard? And I'm like, I guess it is. If you can just if you're used to like those type of games where you die a bunch and you can get mm-hmm. back into it again and then play it. If you're not, if you want to be like one try to stay alive as long as you can and not trying to reset the room or whatever then this might not be the game for you but i liked it it was fun even though i died a bunch yeah. of times it wasn't too bad it didn't feel like they had enough checkpoints in each level too so once you got past one part of the room they give you a checkpoint so you don't have to go back to do that room again so it was, it was pretty generous with that that's nice that was good. Uh, All uh, right. Good, good game. What did I rate it? What did I rate it? Rate it like a... Uh, did you rate it? Pineapple. Oh, you rate it spicy pepper, spicy out, pepper of out of waffle. 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 Yeah. 
Mm. Good, good game. Good game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's my ratings. <laughs> Food-based ratings. Um, all right. You guys have uh, been back into the division, mm-hmm. beating the warlords of New York and heading back to Washington, D.C. How is that going for the both of you? I love the division. Uh, like I, when the first when the game first came out, I put over a hundred hours into it. Um, did all the New York stuff and sort of put it down. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's because the Resident Evil stuff. Everybody decided to like jump back into it. Um, I just decided to jump back in because everybody else did. Because I'm you know I'm like that. Should jump on the bandwagon. But I love the mm-hmm. game. Uh, it's just gets me really excited to see what that studio is going to do with star Wars. Like I'm, I'm really, really excited. I, I hope, and I know this might not be the most popular take, but I hope it's literally just a division with the star Wars skin on it. Like that's what I want more than anything. Uh, that would be cool. But the game, the division is awesome. I was playing it this morning. I'm now doing this manhunt stuff. I've helped Mike get out of New York after several frustrating tries i think greg finally got him out um yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we i i haven't played with him since i think me and kevin played a little bit after but essentially what happens after you get out of new york is you go back to dc and they're just like all right clear the map again like here's here's this manhunt thing everything you do helps you progress uh up that sort of ladder and once you do three, four, five things, you get a bounty for a certain person. You hunt them down. Eventually, you hunt down uh, Fei Lao, which is like another rogue division agent. Um, and so, yeah, I'm in the middle of that and just experimenting with my builds and trying to push the difficulty up. And Kevin, this is something we need to do is see if we can do these missions on like heroic difficulty. Oh, they, yeah. they get really, really hard. I was pumping them up to challenging this morning and like running matchmaking, which is really cool that you can do that. But uh, it's challenging is the one beneath heroic and that one pushes me a lot. So we need to put a crew together and, and try to run those heroic difficulty missions and see how we're feeling about that or if it's just too punishing. It might be too punishing for us, but I love it. I'm still going to play it anytime anybody wants to play that game. I'm, I'm super down to play it um, on PS5 because that's where I started it in, on PS4. Um, so, yeah, I'm loving it. Kevin, I, how's your Division experience been going? So I got back into it because they added the 4K60 into the game. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why we got back into it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then they added the Resident Evil stuff like two weeks afterwards. So, which is a weird crossover in my opinion. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> Capcom and, super weird. and what's it? Ubisoft doing a crossover like that. Yeah, it was interesting. I like, but it's cool. Uh, I've really we haven't tried the uh, what is it? The challenge, summit. the summit. Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever it is, it's like Resident Evil, Ta- yeah, thing. Tower of Power sort of thing where you it's floors and you just work your way up and the rooms get progressively harder as you. That's progress. cool. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. that idea a lot. Horde mode. What was that? What was that movie that they did that? Oh, the new Judge Dredd with uh, mm, Carl uh, Urban. Carl Urban. Yeah. yeah, it was like he starts on the bottom floor and has to like battle his way up the entire building or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, that in, I'm like an IP man it. or something. Yeah, we we gotta try that because we haven't we haven't even 
touched it at all. Because we were trying to get out of New York, and that was a tough part. Because I, I had to get it on PS5. Because Mike said you needed help to get out of New York, and then I did all we did all the manhunts, and he rage quit on the last boss, and then me and you did it on our own, and we did it on the first try. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Yeah. That seems yeah. strange. So I imagine it's just why so something like, like that. Yeah, would it's worth mentioning that like you get to Aaron Keener, which is like the last boss of New York, and th- there's just this insane difficulty spike that is really frustrating. Um, but I guess what we were doing it wrong, Kevin, and and when me and you cleared it, we just kind of said, "All right, let's try to stay sort of close together and not like just camp on this tower and mm-hmm. try to like sort of close in on him, try to push him as um, much as we can." Yeah, yeah, and that's what ended up getting us through it. So, but even then, that was still difficult to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now it's just back to DC and. The thing that's weird for me is like once you get out of New York, there's really no reason to go back to New York. I feel like um, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't, I, I just don't see a reason to go back there. I thought they had the, the summit hunt stuff is in DC. I thought they had the summit in New York. It, well, you can select the summit from just the map. Oh, you really? Oh, yeah, okay. kind of like Destiny style where you pull up the map and mm. there's like these sort of locations and you, you can select summit. So I, I don't know if you have to be in New York to get to that, or if you can access it from New York, but I am excited to try that mode. Nice. Yeah. I don't, I that's don't, awesome. I don't get the reason why. Yeah. Why would we, why would we go back to New York? I guess, I guess to the... just run missions on heroic or challenging to see if there's targeted loot. So like something they've done in the division, that's really cool is when you are building your character, there's gear sets. And when you hit level 40, you're going to get yellows, like just an unbelievable amount of yellows. And the thing that you want to do is try to match those gear sets, right? So yellows and greens, and the greens have like crazy effects. Like if you if you have like three pairs of the same like green brand, the brand of it, like hardwired or, or true patriot, some of them are called. The more you match those up, the stronger your build is. And mm-hmm. so like every mission, when you hover over it, it's like targeted loot and it like lists the brand. So maybe some of those missions in New York have like specific targeted loot for people who are trying to build their characters certain ways. Um, but other than that, I, I don't know why, why you would go back there. Yeah, I guess to clear whatever you left the control points and stuff. Mm-hmm. Other than that, there's no reason. Or yeah no yeah that's it yeah yeah we go you just go back to DC and do the manhunts there and the summit and that's it not much mm-hmm. to do with that game after you complete it it's not like Destiny where they give you bounties and stuff to do and every like week or two there's something different like Iron Banner is there or you know, just whatever you know some other some other events happening it's not like it's not like that so yeah I like it's not. The division is like it feels like a lot of content, but yeah, like what Kevin is saying, it's it's not really, but it feels like it is. And there's I, not I think, that much more added, right? And I and I think basis. I like that about the game. Um, it's not; it's so much easier for me to grasp. Where it's just like, all right, here are these things on the map that are all yellow. You do this, you do this, you do this. You get to take down this guy. Once you take down these four guys, you get to fight the final boss. I don't know what happens after that. 
Um, you get this watch that's like Paragon levels in Diablo, where you just level it up and up and up, you know, an infinite amount of times. There's a season pass that you can grind. Um, but it, it's not like overflowing with content like it like it feels like when you jump into destiny where you're mm. it's overwhelming you know uh this one's a lot more easy to grasp in my opinion like i could be totally off but that's that's how i feel about the game and that's why i continue to play it because it feels like there's something for me to do that's right in front of me you know what i mean nice mm, yeah good game i like the 4k 60 it's nice mm-hmm. yeah the the yeah the performance is awesome um Visually on the PS5, I think it's a little bit worse than the than the Xbox side. Um, but it the 60 frames is 60 frames, and it's great to play in 60 frames. Yeah, always. Not only one. Gotta one, get those frames. I want one game to be 60 now, 64K, and that's re- Ghost Recon Wildlands. <laughs> I need Wildlands to be 4K, please. 60, It'll please. Never happen. God, that it's so... not even the newest version of the game. I think they're trying to get away from that franchise after Breakpoint. I forget Breakpoint, dude. Come on. <laughs> yeah, Breakpoint. It just didn't have the same vibe. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Because uh, I loved Wildlands too, Kevin. Yeah, it's so fun. <laughs> uh, all right. Washburn and I have been participating in a little bit of an online NBA 2K League. And it has, it has been shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Uh, the draft was super fun. I had a great time with it. It was, um, yeah. It was. How has your experience with the NBA 2K League been? About the same as everybody else's, I think. Um, it's two different games between online and offline. It just is, and it's been. And and I know that, like for a lot of you, this is new. Okay, so like I was playing Andy last night, and he was really having a hard time with just how the game feels when you play it online. And we're and we're only so let's back up. We're playing in a league where you draft a team and you play against each other. So it's two connections, right? With legends. also, Right. Yeah. With like crazy players like like Kobe, Dr. J, Kobe. Yeah. yeah, Crazy, like legendary retired people. Mm -hmm. And so it's two connections when we play against each other. The modes that I've been playing for years are like five five to ten connections and so it's even Mm -hmm. worse and it's been like this since at least 2k 15 you know Mm -hmm. um back when i started getting into like this online sort of park stuff so it's not great um feeling to play online but the if you step away from that and just look at the mode, the my NBA mode, I think it's called my NBA in the next gen version. Yeah. Um, the stuff you can do in terms of designing your floor, your arena, your jerseys. Oh, that's sick. Um, it's really fun. And so it's a sort of a mixed bag. Um, I, I think it. I'm more positive on this mode than I am on the other modes because this mode is microtransaction free um it's you you get in there here are the players you can draft everybody drafts uh you go in you play there's there's no packs to open there's no vc to buy there's no real progression we turned all that off well uh, there there's a ton of modes that or a ton of like options and modifiers we could have turned on to make it way more in depth in terms of juggling your salary cap and managing trades and free agency all and even like playing g league games 
Um, and, and we and we turned all that off because we didn't want to deal with it. So it's really just fun, quick five minute quarters. Get in, play a couple games, get out, and I'm enjoying it. Yeah, this is the first NBA 2K I've played like decently extensively since like probably 15 or 16 would be my guess. Mm-hmm. Um, if all, all the animations feel a lot smoother than they used to, in my opinion, and you don't feel as like locked into things happening mm. as it used to be. But the, yeah, the jump visually and just as somebody who's played this every year yeah. um, from even just from the the base gen version of 2K21 to the one we're on, the next gen version, yeah. the visual jump is huge. And yeah, it in, looks really good. Yeah, in terms of resolution and animation, um, it's smooth, man. And when you watch, so, like, I've been going back a lot and in just instant replays just to, like, watch stuff back because it looks so good, man. It's mm, very, yeah. very smooth and, and easy to look at. And this is why these games get nines. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. this this is the modes that the people are playing, and these modes are actually kind of fun. Um, it, But we don't want to get into that conversation. So yeah. my my NBA, it's I'm having fun with it. What were you saying, man? Yeah. I got totally interrupted you. Uh, I mean, I, I've just been having fun. The draft was ridiculous. It was so fun just having everyone in there drafting at the same time. And uh, mm-hmm. Snow White Mike making the most ridiculous picks for mm-hmm. name recognition alone. Um, <laughs> which was so he's ridiculous, the worst. but yeah, yeah, he's the worst. And, and, and like, oh man, like, to play uh, against just Mike listening to is him, just awful. Yeah, it's just awful because he has this an team awful that's that's just like hilarious on paper, and then he comes out with J.R. Smith and just rains threes on you and and yells about it, and it just makes you hate everything. Yeah, he's that one friend that and if you're like in real life you'd just be like i, w- I want to beat the shit out of you right now yeah if they were sitting next to you on the couch because mm-hmm. they're just so over the top annoying when they're uh shit talking you in the video game yeah but it's fun though like it's yeah it's oh yeah it's talk fun. shit in sports games and oh even for if sure you, you know win or lose it's just it's that genre in where you you know you tell your friends they're gonna beat the shit out of them you know be it in madden or or 2k um mm-hmm. yeah so it's all in good fun yeah and yeah like the, you were saying with the online experience the online experience is completely different which is absolutely ridiculous in my opinion mm-hmm. um they i don't know what they're doing wrong in terms of net code or whatever but it's just not good and the uh like i play a lot i've played a lot in the last like five or six years i've played hundreds of games of fifa and hundreds of games of nhl online and there's barely ever an issue in terms of like input lag from what you experience on the screen and like fifa still like has like a little bar to like hit things on you know it's not like this is unique to nba needing to hit the green zone or whatever but uh it's uh yeah it's been a good time um i look forward to playing more it'll be very interesting when we have to play seven game series against each other in uh mm-hmm. the playoffs yeah. i don't know what you said it to if it's like every That's series seven. is a seven yeah. okay mm-hmm. okay yeah it's gonna get wild for sure um i need to go and play some more of that but i've been playing a lot of valheim instead so we need to catch up on some games for sure uh all right 
Kevin, you've been playing a little bit of the Scott Pilgrim. How's that been going for you? Or did you beat it again? Uh, I didn't. No, we, I did not beat it. I think I'm like two levels before beating it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know if you guys ever played that game before on 360. It was an old 360 game, on an arcade game. It was fun. The only amount I've played it is that one time with you when it just absolutely broke on us in the middle of the first level or at the end of the first it, level. Yeah. So I don't know what's wrong with the online. I don't. Remember, I don't think there was online play on the original one, but they added it for this one, or they brought it back. I can't remember. And this one's just not good. <laughs> the online yeah. play for this game is not good. I don't know why it's like really messy and weird. Like sometimes we'll desync and we, I guess technically we'd be playing two different games sometimes, which yeah. is weird. And other times, yeah, like it was very strange. Yeah, other times we'll just get. Like something not, we won't get up, uh, like the bus to come out and, uh, like proceed to the next level or the next part of the level, which is weird. So the online is kind of wonky. I think it works a bit better when it was only two players. I tried it out with mm. one other person online and it was fine, but four might be too much for it to handle, but it, that should have, that should have been a problem either way. <laughs> yeah. True. It, sh- it should have been working from the beginning, but. I it's a fun game. It's a nice beat 'em up game. Uh, yeah, I used to play it back in the day on 360. I never uninstalled it from my 362 because it was delisted after I don't know. Oh, after a while, it might have been on for, on the market for like two, three years or something like that. I don't forgot why it got delisted. I think it was like music rights or something like that. Mm, gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, I still had it on 360. Couldn't play with anyone, so I just played it alone. It's a, it's a Kind of a tough game too, not 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 that easy. But um, uh, I got pretty far. We almost, I almost finished it. I don't know if I'll finish it. I do want to finish it though, just to have get it. those achievements. Yeah, I have to finish that. <laughs> it doesn't seem too hard with the achievements too, so I can probably do it. Nice, but fun. Uh, buy it maybe when it's the online fix. I don't know if you guys like that type of game. And for sure, good game, good game. I like it. Worth my money. Washburn, you have been back at it in Hitman once again. Mm-hmm. You downloaded Hitman one levels. You downloaded Hitman two levels. You've beaten mm-hmm. the Hitman three levels multiple times. Mm-hmm. How's it going? With the um, awesome. This, I mean, I can't believe I've missed this trilogy over like the past five years. Uh, because it it's so funny because these games are all the exact same. They're the exact same three times, one, two, three, like one, two, and three in terms of gameplay mechanics and the things you can do and the structure and, and how the game works. Um, nothing has changed. And, yeah, and that's, that's pretty much true. And I love that about it. I love it because mm-hmm. the Hitman, if nothing else is, basically just a showpiece for level design if that makes sense and every single level is awesome like every single one and the way that um you can integrate it uh one two into three uh all sort of on that one platform is really really cool so yeah uh, a couple days ago i noticed hitman 2 gold was on sale um for like 75 percent off so Finally pulled the trigger on that, and then the Hitman one as well. Um, and 
as soon as you buy those on Xbox, then you go into Hitman 3, those levels are just there. Like you, you can just start up Hitman 3, play every single level from 1, 2, and 3. Uh, campaigns, contracts, just free runs, whatever you want to do. So that's great. Um, the thing I'm shocked about is when I, when I went into Hitman 1, I did not expect these levels to be as big and grandiose as they are. I figured, oh, it's a four or five-year-old game. The graphics are going to be a little bit worse. The levels aren't going to be as big and, and epic um, as the ones I'm used to in 3, but I'm totally wrong. Um, I would say that some of these Hitman 1 levels are bigger than the ones that you find in Hitman 3, uh, specifically Paris. Um, there's one in Morocco where you start. Oh, that one's very big. Uh, yeah, like you, it's like civil unrest, and you start and you can be out in the streets and then work your way up to like this embassy. That one's huge. Um, there's one in Sapensia. Is that? I don't. Is that? Yeah. Is that how you say that? Either way, it starts uh, at the own, Italian one. Um, I don't know. You st- I don't like know the where ocean it is. shore one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You start out on like this ocean shore Sapienza, town, you work your way up into this mansion. There's like an un- a whole underground like biotech research facility where they're manufacturing this virus. It's crazy, dude. And this is Hitman One. I haven't even gotten Hitman Two yet. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> so I'm like really really excited to keep pushing through. So the way I'm doing this is I'm running through the levels once just to like get the story stuff because I think the story's hilarious. It's it's like it's not good. It's 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 super entertaining though, and so I am running through it to get all the cutscenes, and then I'll go back, uh, sort of like I did with Hitman Three, and pick out the levels that I really want to dive into and dive into those. Um, but man, these Hitman One levels are massive. There's like a hundred challenges on Paris, the first one, which is just like this model modeling show in this giant galleria type setting. Um, so it's great. And, and the thing I didn't talk about last time either is contract creation. I don't think I've talked about that, but, um, you should do it. Everybody should do it in games where you, they give you the option to create something. I usually shy away from that. Like Halo. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't mess around in Halo's forge that much. Um, I don't mess around making, you know, time trials and forts. Uh, I don't. Things that give you creation tools, I'm not, it's not my sort of cup of tea. Um, but this one is different because when you make a contract in Hitman 3, what happens is they drop you into a level, okay? And you can plan it like you would any normal mission. So starting location, weapons, gear, all that good stuff. And then they drop you in and you have no targets, but they just say go, okay? Pick your targets, get creative. Um, so it's really a great opportunity for you to sort of run around and take in the level uh, sort of at your own pace and to just see how crazy you can get. And so you mark a target, whatever you kill that person with and whatever you're wearing, those become optional objectives. Uh, you can eliminate up to five targets. And then once you're done, once you've located the exit and left, you can turn on some more objectives to sort of make it interesting. Easy ones like don't get seen. Uh, don't kill any NPCs that aren't your targets. Uh, ones like if you shoot somebody, it has to be a headshot or you automatically fail. Uh, you can like force a specific exit. Um, so you can put optional time or required time 
um you know time to yeah. completion on them so it's it's great um the contract creation in hitman is a blast i think you sh- everybody should give it a shot just to see what it is uh mm-hmm. like because it is really sort of just free play mode when when you go into these contract uh, to create a contract that's what it is it's free play mode and yeah if you have a run that you really enjoyed and you thought's really creative, well, guess what? You can save that and you can publish it for everyone else to play. So it's awesome. Um, I, I can't speak highly enough on this game. It's a shame that it came out in January because uh, it'll be forgotten by November. Yeah. And yeah, when it's game of the year time for me, it's I mean, this horizon has an uphill battle for me like to beat this game because that i'm i'm anticipating horizon is going to be my game of the year i'm anticipating that game's not going to come out this year (laughs) i love the first one so much and so i'm just sort of anticipating forbidden west to be my game of the year but man they're gonna have to swing for the fences because i love this hitman stuff man i think it is just so much fun and um as a video game and as sort of an art piece and a showcase uh, more than anything else in, in terms of level design, these levels are in, incredible. Like I, I've never seen anything like it. And I hope that the franchise isn't dead because I want more. I'm going to want more. Uh, so we'll see what they do with bond. And if it's like this, I don't think it will be. Uh, um, yeah. I don't think so either, but I also got to be, ha- it's going to have to be more action oriented mm-hmm. than that. Yeah, and I mean, with the I'm way sure that, there'll still be stuff like Hitman, but the the attitude of it'll be the attitude of Hitman, you know, uh, mm-hmm. the attitude and the in the tone, and even back when you go back to Hitman One, these levels are some of these levels are more Bond than the Bond movies have been recently. So it's um, it's awesome. Uh, I would love to see IOI drop a couple of levels here and there, you know, um, over the course of the year because this is a platform yeah i mean it's a platform and the way that they've allowed you to get the hitman one levels into hitman three with the visual fidelity just sort of uniform across the board is Mm -hmm. incredible uh that's the other thing i didn't expect coming into these hitman one levels is just it's they they look the same they they've got this they've got the same awesome reflections there's a little bit of texture pop in on the hitman one levels that i'm playing uh the lighting's not as dialed in but it looks incredible uh textures and uh resolution and performance is all there and i i just can't speak highly enough of it i think everybody should play these games have you uh played the escalation contracts at all yet i've done a couple of them Um, those are cool too yeah they're interesting uh because it gets like more difficult each right they they start you out with like a couple targets and like modifiers and and objectives and you do those and then they throw more at you on the next run um so it's those aren't necessarily my cup of tea i'm addicted to the contract creation Mm, i I love the contract creation it's so fun to just drop in and experiment and see what you can do um but right now I want to just play through Hitman 2 because I'm almost done with Hitman 1. It's a great time. Yeah, it's awesome. All right. And then the final game that we're going to talk about this week is the game that I've been hardcore addicted to, Valheim. Mm. Uh, we saw it on, uh, Flurple and I like saw it on Twitch one afternoon and we are like, this looks interesting. It seemed to be popping off a little bit. It's, it's a new early access game and... We were like, let's just download it. It's 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. We'll see what it's about. Got in there 
And I, I don't know what it is about. Like for me, raft in peaceful mode was like ideal in this mm -hmm. game. You're like battling enemies a lot more frequently, but you also have like a lot more weapons against those enemies that are a lot more effective. Mm -hmm. And you're chopping down trees, you're mining rock, you're building the most ridiculous creations. Uh, it's just, uh, I just unlocked like stone so I can like make a fireplace for inside instead of it having to be on the ground, it can be on the stone. And you can build like walls and all sorts of stuff. It's it's it gets pretty crazy. I'm I'm like wondering like what what the next thing they add in is, because um, right now we're at like we've just found iron for the first time. There's bronze, there's copper, and mm -hmm. there was like wood and stone. Um, so we're like moving up the levels, and it's gonna be interesting to see. We've beaten two of the bosses now. Um, so, but how many are there? Like six. Uh, I think there's three or four more. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I, me and Kevin have both played this a little bit too. And just, mm. I, I haven't played it nearly as much as you guys have. Um, for me, these survival games, I go in with the sort of a full head of steam for about three or four hours. And then I sort of hit a point where it's like, okay, what's next? And what's next is always sort of overwhelming. Mm. And I kind of just fizzle out of it. Um, but this one's good. I mean, I, I'm, that's a me thing. Like that, yeah. that's not, that's not a, uh, the game thing. That's, that's just a me thing. And, uh, this one in a weird way, uh, sort of feels to me like a world of Warcraft builders mode. And, mm. and just like the way that you move around your character, um, with, you know, wasd keys, the aiming, the camera on the mouse wheel, the, amount of things that you are fighting because it does feel like you fight a lot um and so i think that's part of the appeal of it the music's great the atmosphere is cool um the map is enormous yeah and like see, enormous, where, enormous yeah and so that's where i get overwhelmed and i'm just like yeah. oh man like it's it's one of those games where it I'd have to drop everything else and I'm just never willing to do that. Cause I switch between games like every five minutes. I feel like these days, yeah. um, but it's, I mean, I enjoyed it every time I play it, I enjoy it. So all I've really done is build sort of a house and built walls around it and it's been like, okay, this is my ground now. <laughs> so when I come yeah. back, I, I sort of have like a base uh, to, you know, operate in and explore out of. So I don't know, Kevin, how you feel about it. I like your little house on its island. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing I built so far. Uh, I built far away just because I wanted to explore. I didn't think I was going to build my house there, but uh, did my house. Didn't know didn't know what else to do. I guess you guys are doing bosses, but like once you once you guys beat a boss, you you can't fight it again, right? No, you can call it in whenever you want. Oh, you can't. Okay. Yeah, so if you wanted to play the and beat the first and second boss, we could do it again. So, mm -hmm. like, what benefits? And it scales to each person. Oh, uh, okay. So, or, like, like the amount of people. What do you get so, from it? Like, does it if you beat it, does everyone get the thing? Whatever you get, um, or is it just whoever? Yeah, beats they it? like it. Like drops like an amount so that each person gets like one of whatever it is. Um, you have to so beat the it first to find one, it, though, right? Yeah. Which is why, like, the antler thing for the uh, pickaxe. pickaxe 
um at that point in the game you don't have a pickaxe yet so we got the pickaxe from that boss mm. and i mean after that of course you can like build uh, a bronze pickaxe but that of course requires another pickaxe for you to like mine the copper and the mm-hmm. tin mm. so that takes a little bit but um at least we can like if if you're not going to fight the boss or whatever we can uh toss you some stuff to make that um and i it just feels like right after you beat the boss there's like oh you get the bone pickaxe and then maybe you pick up one or two other items and it like adds like a ton of different mm-hmm. new stuff recipes. that you can recipes that you can add in um so when we built the beat the elder boss it wasn't immediate but it gave us a swamp key that let us go to the swamp section of the map go to a crypt there and then start harvesting iron. And then when I like melted the iron, I got like 40 new, I feel like wow. like yeah. 30 or 40 new recipes mm-hmm. probably. Cause there's like all sorts of like stone walls and that kind of stuff. And then um, there's also like weapons and armor to go along with that. Yeah. I feel like if we were to sit down as a group and go in with a goal of like building a thing, I might get really into it. Um, but right as of right now, I'm sort of like, I built my house, now what? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, so, yes, in the trade, if you go watch the trailer on Steam, um, it kind of shows you a quick glimpse of the progression. And somewhere in the trailer, they, are, they get to a point where they're like building a castle. And mm-hmm. so, like, if we went in sort of with that goal, like, all right, we need to build a castle, like a big ass group base. Um, I feel like that could be really fun for us. For sure. And yeah, Florpal and I have just been playing a lot more than everyone else, I would say. So we like decided to just battle the boss yesterday. We beat the second boss and then have been just constantly going out, harvesting copper and intend to upgrade stuff at our base so that we can make more uh, stuff and better armor and better um, uh, weapons. Because there's... There's actually like a decent amount of weapons. You got like axe, sword, spear, and then like two or three others that are like weapons that I don't even know what their mm-hmm. names are. Bow and arrow. Oh, Another yeah, thing we didn't mention is the RPG sort of leveling system. Oh yeah, that's, that's true. It's in the game where everything you do levels up. You if running, you hit jumping, trees, yeah, running, swimming. jumping, hitting trees, swimming. Uh yeah, pretty much everything you do has sort of a level. Maddock, I think you were saying they go to 100. They, uh, I think so. Flurple was saying that if you got to level 100 on your jump, apparently you can accidentally kill yourself from fall damage. Mm, really? Which, it's an early access game, so that's not exactly surprising. Well, but right. I'm guessing that's to, like, to climb mountains and stuff. You jump higher and higher towards it. Maybe. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm sure that it just increases the height a little bit and then it also increases or decreases the amount of stamina it takes which is also like another another huge part of this game is just managing your stamina when you're mm-hmm. fighting when you're harvesting stuff when you're fighting and harvesting stuff yeah <laughs> it's just like a balance there or even when you're building um because i'm like running back and forth chopping down trees like waiting for my stamina to go back up so i can construct a few things um it's it's been a lot of fun so far. Yeah, it's um, a good one. But I mean, it's I'll probably pop in and out of it. I don't know if I'm going to 
dive into it like you and Flirt will have. But yeah, man, I, I think it's a uh, it's popping off right now. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, some the uh, highest seller on Steam as of this morning when I was looking at the page. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, no, it's got a lot of Twitch. Yeah, they said know, they sold and... a million copies already. So yeah, so good for them. I mean, it's for sure. People love this stuff. People love survival games. Uh, they're I. 2021 might be the year of like the comeback for survival games. Uh, I don't know how much of that has to do with Twitch and mm. uh, deals that maybe these companies are making with certain influencers, but um, yeah, this Rust made a comeback earlier this year. Minecraft seems to be getting popular again for some reason. Uh, so we'll see if there's something big this year in store for us in that genre, but it might be Valheim. So it, the most impressive part to, of Valheim to me is the fact that it's like this fleshed out for early access because like Raft was is also an early access game and we've beaten the first two acts because it's been out for a little while longer mm-hmm. than uh, Valheim has. So it was just it's just like I don't know if all the bosses are there. I'm assuming they are. We'd have to find where the next couple are still, but it's just like damn, uh, they put a lot of work in and it's like already like a well-running mostly bug-free as far as i can tell game which is nice it's awesome all right and to round out our conversation for this week we have a question from bj bernardo your question he said question uh, he tweeted at us you liked the tweet oh i I forget all right (laughs) (laughs) i'm not always on twitter and i forget yeah uh, the question is, what type of family slash party game would you like to see on Xbox if you could only choose one? A fusion frenzy Mario Party-like game, a battle royale game like Fall Guys, or a Smash Bros. fighting game? Thanks. BJ on Bernard. Xbox? Yeah. Hmm. I personally feel like a, a fusion frenzy type game or like a uh, party animals would be a good choice it's got to be bigger i'm so excited for party animals uh (laughs) but if if xbox has to if they're going to come out swinging with like a first party exclusive and try to bring all of their characters together it's got to be bigger than that i i don't know uh you can't be cool to see brothers you can't yeah no nobody can replicate that it's just they they don't have the stable of characters Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is the ultimate sort of version of that game. Um, yeah. Xbox would, I mean, you'd be hard pressed to find, like, as soon as you get down to, like, the 10th character, people are probably going to be saying, you know, who is this? Um, For sure. In, in terms of sort of just their suite of characters. Uh, I would like a Pummel Party style game. Or if they would just bring Pummel Party to Xbox, mm. that I think that would be awesome because I think those games are really fun. Um, something where you can put eight people, eight to ten people, pit them against each other. And for me, the game doesn't re- have to rely on sort of Xbox characters. So Super Smash Brothers is probably out. Like that, yeah. that sort of style of game is probably just out because there's not enough. Um, a cart racer is probably out because they're just, I can't even envision that the really, the only thing I can envision is a fusion frenzy style sort of thing or a pummel party style sort of thing where your generic orange player in 22 and 
you're against you know all the other colors that are your friends um and make it exclusive and make it big yeah i think there's a potential there because uh like pummel party is built as like a smaller game with like oh anyone who has like a pc can pretty much run this Mm -hmm. game yeah when you have like an xbox you can be like hey we can put like a first make person it shooting thing right. in like one of the mini games mm-hmm. or like a racing like a forza racing thing in one of the games like it could go like the next level in terms of like graphics and types of games that you can play because even like the mario party games have just been kind of contained and i feel like you could really amp up the amount of games and like the types of games that you have in those mm-hmm. yeah i think something like that where you could get a developer or a group of developers um, to sort of throw their silly and wacky ideas at it uh, would be fun. And I, I, we've seen sort of the success of Pummel Party. Mario Party's always successful, whether it's good or not. Um, yeah, true. I, I do think Xbox could make something in that space, uh, sort of that board game, mini game hybrid space. Uh, look at like... I I think I've been playing Yakuza Zero just a little bit, like dabbling, you know, dipping a toe in, and just the like the mini games in that game are so fleshed out and and deep. Like you you step into a a pool parlor and you're playing like a pool mini game that's better than any full fledged billiards game that you can buy, that and it's just in Yakuza. Uh, so like I, I really do think if you were to get a lot of your triple uh, a developers and just say hey you know throw us throw us an idea for a mini game make it. it it can be anything you want um that opens the door to a lot of really really fun possibilities even something yeah, but... like 51 worldwide classics with you know oh, yeah, the switch yeah. like if mm. you if you were to just playing that the other night yeah if you were just to get a, dev- a throw out a memo to all your developers say hey make us a vertical slice of something that you're working on, but making a mini game, uh, you know, who knows what could happen. And then the way that they could integrate that with the board games and then the silliness and shenanigans that go on there. Kevin, what do you think? What would you like for Mm. a family friendly, fun Xbox game? Yeah, it would have to be a promo party type of game, like board game thing. Yeah, because I don't know if we have enough characters for Smash Bros. Like, what do we have? Master Chief, I guess Doom Guy now, some of the Gears. Banjo. Yeah, Conquer. CFD's Pirate 1. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we don't have much, I guess. Forza Car. Yeah. (laughs) Nondescript racing driver. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we don't have really uh, too many bands of people to put together and have them fight to the death or something like that, but. I mean, uh, Killer Instinct is kind of like that, actually, when I think about it. Because they have mm, some true. of the Microsoft characters. They have Arbiters Arbiter. in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have someone from Gears. They have the Battletoads. Mm. Yeah, they have a good amount. So I guess they have that covered, in a way. It would definitely be deep cuts when you get to the uh, um, character selection screens. Yeah. So like yeah, it's, I would say just have a bumble party type of game, Fusion Frenzy with mini games, stuff like that. That's like the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. For sure, it's just it's like, such a I good don't... way. To... 
Go ahead, Maddox. I also don't think you can like remake a Fall Guys style game. No. Like a family friendly one. Like mm. they already did it. It's going to be the definitive edition. I don't think that it's worth putting your effort into making something like that. Right. You know, for me, you've got to imagine that I have to imagine that somewhere at Microsoft, they are developing the next Banjo 3E or whatever they're going to call it to sort of be on that family, to have that family friendly sort of 3D game. The, their sack boy, whatever Xbox is going to do in that space, they're going to do. And I think this one can be a little bit more mature. And I'm not saying like gory it doesn't even have to be as, as violent as Pummel Party is, mm-hmm. you know, um, but I'm looking at something that's just I, I don't know. It's its hard because the Xbox sort of brand is just so hard for me to nail down in terms of what the tone is. And is this something that involves those characters or is this something that is, like I said, just generic orange 22. Right. And one, and once you get there, you're almost like, well, why don't we just bring Pummel Party over? You know, it's 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 hard to think about. For sure. Yeah. And just keep. Yeah, do a promo party and have Killing a Sick just be the fighting game where everyone's in it. Put Master Chief, mm-hmm. Poop Doom guy in there now. And then f- racing game, have Forza do that because they already have the Warthog. Maybe have a vehicle from Gears in there too or something like that. Have That'd those games crazy. just do like That'd those. Be very cool. Yeah. That's like the best way to do it because we don't have that many characters. I mean, I mean, they don't have that many characters. So, yeah, that's the best way to do it. And promo party is like the best thing to do for. Add a couple characters in there. You can be mass cheap in the on the board game, something like that, or yeah, right. Some stuff like that, something like that. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. Alrighty then, I think that will round out this episode of the Squad Pod. Thank you for listening, tuning in. Uh, some of you over here on Twitch.tv. Hello, Tegato. 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 You can catch us. Sometimes weekly, sometimes not. We'll probably get back to being weekly soon as more games come out and whatnot. Um, and more things happen in our... We need to find some more Battle Royales. You know what I'm saying, Kevin? Mm-hmm. We need to rank some more terrible, terrible Battle Royales. Can we re-rank? Let's go to Cursed Food, dude. Cursed can we, Food. Can we re-rank? Oh, yeah, we can go back to Cursed. Let's re-rank uh, uh, PUBG. Cuisine. Rank PUBG? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we can do PUBG. that. But keep some Animal Royale where it's at. Just keep it where it's at. All right. Well, you can catch Washburn streaming at twitch.tv slash washburn135. You can catch Kevin at twitch.tv Kevin slash Kevin AceX. And you catch me and sometimes the squad pod at twitch.tv slash Maddock Jr. Thanks for tuning in this week. And until next time, Kevin. Comes out.